Now today's top federal headlines. Starting in October, senior executives will be able to earn more from performance bonuses. The Office of Personnel Management issues guidance on implementing President Obama's executive order, which updates the senior executive service. The cap on awards and payment adjustments will rise from 4.8% to 7.5%. The head of NSA's Information Assurance says identity theft is at the heart of the OPM data hacks. Curtis Duke says the breaches could have been done to learn more about government employees and their line of work, but his money is on identity theft. Duke says the cyber attacks are proof that hackers are getting smarter and both the government and industry need an education. Big data is bringing people together. Jason Miller tells us how in the IT report. The White House is more formally bringing together data experts from across the government. Federal Chief Data Scientist DJ Patil recently launched a new data cabinet to improve communication and sharing of best practices. The goal of the cabinet is not just to encourage collaboration among chief data officers or data scientists, but really anyone who works with information to improve the management of government. The cabinet will help agencies come up with repeatable strategies to address big data from a technology, governance, culture, and analytics perspective. I'm Jason Miller. Cybersecurity problems continue to be found at the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. The Government Accountability Office says though it has improved several elements of its information security, the FDIC has still not created a documented process for granting or removing system access or fixed known vulnerabilities in third-party software. The number of government employees who need security clearances falls for the second year in a row. The amount of people who need one to access classified information fell 6% in 2015. The Obama administration ordered agencies to begin trimming the number of people eligible for a clearance back in 2014. Transgender individuals can now serve openly in the military. Defense Secretary Ash Carter makes it official saying the Defense Department is trying to ensure it can access 100% of the U.S. population for military recruitment and retention. DOD will also be providing medical care and treatment to any service member undergoing gender treatment. The Defense Department isn't the only federal operation changing its policies towards transgenders. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson and Coast Guard Commandant Admiral Paul Zukunft both expressed support for the new DOD policy. Zukunft says the Coast Guard will align its policies with those announced by the Defense Secretary Ashton Carter. He says Coast Guard leadership has been involved in the DOD's decision-making. The Coast Guard inducted 312 cadets, known as SWABs, earlier this week. 119 are women. I'm Tom Temin. Congress fills the ranks of the military elite before it goes on vacation. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni with more. The Senate confirms a handful of military nominees before it heads off for its Independence Day recess. Vice Admiral Michael Gilday is confirmed as the next commander of Navy's 10th Fleet and Fleet Cyber Command. Gilday will take over for Vice Admiral Jan Tai. Tai now serves as the Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Information Warfare. The Senate also confirms General David Goldfein as the next Chief of Staff of the Air Force. During a combat mission in 1999, Goldfein's plane was shot down over Serbia. He was recovered two hours later. I'm Scott Massioni. And President Barack Obama signs the Freedom of Information Improvement Act. It becomes law on the 50th anniversary of the original FOIA. Among the law's provisions is one that codifies the presumption of openness for federal records. Obama announces a series of new initiatives to make information more accessible. He charges the new chief FOIA officer's counsel with solving long-standing federal records challenges. For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at FedNewsUpdates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.